Oh, hello, 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 and welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Ray Mudithai. And this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Bean Chata. When Hortas just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by my friend, my dear, dear compadre, Justin Bieber. Wonderful. Well, welcome yes. back to Good Talks. Yes, welcome back. Um, Today, we are talking about... I'm sharing a little anecdote here. Anecdote. Uh, uh, a little anecdotal evidence of, well, uh, how gratitude is good for you, I think, or something like that. So here's the story. Here's how it goes. About a week ago, I was um, uh, on my way to work. And we'll roll back the clock about 20 minutes. Maybe I was a little hungry that day. Maybe there was some stuff on my mind. I don't really remember what was on my mind. Oh, yes, I do. I was looking back through um, my my past of uh, weight lifting and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I have not made the progress that I had hoped to be making. So like that was kind of on my mind. And then eventually I realized some of that progress had been halted by uh, various uh, bad form related injuries. Mm-hmm. So uh, I kind of let myself slide on that. But So you were not feeling like your best that day? I was not feeling, I, w- I wasn't feeling my best. And okay. I, I don't exactly know. I think maybe I hadn't really eaten that much. Anyways, so I got in my car to go to work and generally this is uh, this might this is probably very strange for many people but I will go for about five days at a time without using my car um, because I don't work uh, all that much so when well, uh, you do work well yeah 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 let me clarify so okay. I work I only work uh, a job where I have to drive to that job about three days a week and uh, the rest of the time, I'm working from home and, and doing other things, so exactly. so I don't really need uh, to use my car. Okay, uh, side note from the side note, but one time I didn't use my car for, it was at least a month, um, because this was in college, I lost my keys, uh, so I literally just didn't have the keys to my car, and um, they were, it was when I lived in the fraternity, so it was totally like a self um, sustaining environment. Like all the food was cooked for us there. I would walk to school. I don't think I had a job at the time, so I didn't have to go anywhere. Um, but yeah, so I, I went for at least a month without having my keys. (laughs) And then at some point I needed to go somewhere. So I was like, ah, F it. So I, uh, I call, I I just couldn't find them. I had no idea where they were. Um, so I called AAA and you know, they came out and like made another key or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, then, of course, I hate saying of course things like this, but of course, next day found him in my uh, in my uh, not my couch, but my next door like room neighbor's couch. Nice. And I was like, all right, now I got two keys. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Sometimes you go for a month without driving, and it's very lit. It was fantastic. Anyways, back to the story. Present day, well, minus fourteen days or so. So here's. The anecdote to bring you back into where we are. I was a little tired, feeling a little weird, got in my car and I looked at the gas tank and I was like, empty. Oh, that's, I was about to work a shift that I'd never, ever worked before. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I was going to work a shift, a patio shift, and I'd never worked on the patio before. And the patio is notorious for not being the best shift in the world. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, why am I working this? So that was kind of on my mind. So I was just, my, my mind was a little all over the place. So I got in my car 
and looked at the gas tank and I was like, I'm completely out of gas right now. Mm-hmm. And I have no leeway to be late. Like what the heck is going on? And so I was driving and I was like, oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm really, really hoping that uh, my car doesn't stop running. I've never ran out of gas and I don't hope to start doing that today. Mm-hmm. So I'm going there and I'm like going through all these scenarios in my head. I'm like, okay, if I just coast all the way to work, I'll, I should make it. And then I can drive and get gas after work. Like I'll be okay. Yeah. Make it. And I'm like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like this thing is the needle is pinned. Like it's all the way over. I'm like, but the gas light's not on. Like what the hell is going on? Usually if I'm low on gas and then I start to head to work, it's all downhill. So the gas light will like shut off and it'll be okay. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not even, it's not even fluctuating. It's just, there's just nothing happening. I'm like, am I so out of gas that not even the gaslight cares anymore? Have I gone beyond the threshold? And so after I've been driving for like five minutes, uh, I realized that I actually have a completely full tank of gas. And I was like, what? And it was the most excited that I've ever been to have a full tank of gas. Like I was, I was like, yes. Like I was literally in my car, like cheering. Like I was so, so happy. And I was just like, I was like, oh my God. Like just, I was instantly so grateful and the most grateful I've ever been to have a full (laughs) tank of gas. And I was like, geez, that was so weird. And, and I was just recognizing how the whole, like all of my stress was completely created in my own mind. Like it wasn't the scenario, right? Because I had gas. I just didn't think I did. And that's, I think that just plays over into so many other aspects of life is just like, what are you doing to yourself? You know, like how often, um, how often am I just tripping myself out about things? Cause that's a hundred percent when it was, it was just seeing, seeing one thing and not actually seeing the reality of it. Um, but just seeing this like doomsday scenario, even though, right. I mean, it's not the worst scenario in the world, but like, you don't want to, yeah. you don't want the inconvenience of, of being out of gas and, and all that stuff. Um, but like I said, when I realized I had a completely full tank, it was the most gratitude I've ever felt for I mean, honestly, I felt very, very grateful. I was like, there's just, that's a weird thing about gratitude is no matter what it is, if you feel it like at a high level, it's like a, it's a, it's still a high. So I can be grateful. I have a tank of gas or I can be grateful. Like I've got a a home to live in, you know? So I was, I was beyond stoked. And so lesson being trying to feel that gratitude all the time and, and just like, I don't know. And and now it's, it's fun because for me, if I'm feeling not so stoked about something, I mean, that was only like a week ago, two weeks ago, but I can just reflect on that and be like, all right, like what's the little, just the gas, the full gas kind of feeling. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's, feeling. I think that's my story. Yeah. Full like gas feeling gassed up. <laughs> no, I'm gassed up, bro. You gassed up today. Oh man, I was so stoked. I was literally in my car, like, oh my, like yes, like thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. It was crazy. Yeah, and I think that that is it. It just like you said, when you let yourself feel that gratitude for anything, mm-hmm. it can be such a good chemical change in your brain. Oh my god, because it seems like from what you said, you know, you went from it's like you kind of hit three points. First, you were kind of not feeling your best self because you looked back at some things, mm-hmm. and 
second and you were like, I don't want to work this shift, you know, or I don't know what it is. And sounds like it was like a negative perspective maybe about yeah, it. Yeah, it was weird. I was, um, like you said, I was looking back. I was like simultaneously looking back and kind of worrying about that and then looking forward and kind of worrying about that. And so oh, I wasn't really being present you, about anything. Right. So, right. Yeah. And it, it's like, you know, and I do this. I notice about myself, like when I'm not mm. happy about one thing, there's something else that can creep in quickly. Yeah, it happens so quickly where your mind starts being unhappy about other things. I've had a lot, and I'll be honest, going on at work lately mm-hmm. um, with some colleagues and some situational things that have put a lot of stress um, mm-hmm. into my workplace that it's really unnecessary. But man, on days when I get there and I feel that tension or stress between coworkers or just situational things mm-hmm. it's so easy to find then i get you know frustrated about being off schedule sure and then you're like oh my god we're out of paper towels too right All and it's just of like, yeah it. and it's yeah. just it's such a quick snowball effect so mm-hmm. it's it was kind of like for you you had those three things you thought you were out of gas and you're driving to work mm-hmm. and it was like and you know, call it God or the universe or whatever. But it's like I always say, oh, that's a God moment mm-hmm. where, um, you know, you've made a con- like it's like God or the universe got you to look at your gauge again and realize, like, no, man, look, Mark, you have gas in your mm-hmm. tank. Like, sure. And it's it's a fun metaphor actually to think about, like, what's putting gas in your tank today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this past week at work, after you told me that story about being grateful for things. I've tried to find the gas tank moments or mm-hmm. to fill my tank with with other things that are not going to allow the negative things to affect me. Or sure. to, you know, they might have a small effect on me. Sure. But I had a moment I was in, in the staff meeting on just at the beginning of the week on Monday, and I got upset about my, that my name wasn't on the roster. It's not on the list. I have to add my name to the list. <laughs> yeah. And I felt, and that's happened multiple times, you know, and my first thing, because there's all this other tension, was I just don't feel important, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and that's such a really, when you let yourself feel unimportant, mm-hmm. that is, it almost makes me want to cry that I let myself think that. Mm-hmm. Because it that really can destroy your confidence and you, you do it to yourself. I was going to say, this is like, you're saying all these things as if they're, they're happening to you. No, no, no. But you're like, you just ended it in the, in the correct way is that you're just doing them to yourself. Right. And I'm right now I'm just totally being reflective. Yeah. But then I think I talked to you, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, you were like, well, what, like, really, what was what that? What is it? It's not a big deal. Right. And I don't have to be important to anybody at work besides my students. Mm-hmm. It really, and so the next day I went into work and was just grateful after every session felt like, yes, like, and I made myself say like little things like, oh, I'm glad so-and-so, you know, did a full sentence today and mm-hmm. I'm glad I got some eye contact or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like after Tuesday, I feel like I felt really, really good. Um and try, I tried my best to keep that momentum through the week. And I felt yesterday, like, I just felt like I ended on a good note. I did things to to make sure I was filling my gas tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really love that metaphor now. I just want to steal it. But um, You can use it. You can't, you can't have it, but you can use, <laughs> use it. I'll use it. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, you know, 
you have if if you're not the one turning your head in to look and make sure that your gas tank is full or make sure you feel that gratitude at least like no you, you, gonna, you have to be you the have one to be the one but no one else is going to do it for you or you have to um yeah you have to be the one you have to find something what do you mean like i don't know i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say but well, you're right you do you have to be the one that makes that ultimate decision to feel good about something. A hundred percent. Because if you don't make the choice to feel good about it, no matter how good anyone else tells you it is, it doesn't matter. No, it's true. It doesn't matter because, you know, if I was convinced, it's just back to, it's just back to how you're thinking about it, right? If I'm sitting in my car convinced that I don't have gas and you're sitting in the passenger seat, you're like, no, the tank's full. And I'm like, no, there's no gas in there. And you're like, exactly. well, you're crazy. It's full. And I'm like, no, I, I know there's you're not right. like, no matter what you say. It just doesn't matter. Like, no. so it has to, it has to come from within. Otherwise, maybe for a moment, like I'll, you know, I'll believe you or whatever. But if it's in my head and, you know, my head's all screwed up about it, then yeah, that's just what it is. I know. And that's, you're very right about that. Um, I think what I was trying to say was, huh. you know, it's like that thing, like you are the you are the sum of the your closest five people mm -hmm. or something like that yeah. and it really is important and i think when you start making those conscious decisions to be grateful about things and whatever yeah you manifest those people into your life 100%. and the people that aren't going to build you up kind of fall by the wayside and that's gonna have to be okay i was reading yeah. something online the other day just about like you know those people who aren't there to cheer you on and support you it's okay to ha treat them as like a step in your life to mm -hmm. get you where you are anyways that's a tangent but my point earlier was that i'm grateful that i have you mm. and other people that can be like okay well marie look at it a little bit more objectively or well mm -hmm. what what good happened today and we've talked about this before sure. asking each other and asking people well what's something good that happened to you today mm -hmm. because i what part of the reason why i preach this whole say thanks more movement and i'm so big on it is because mm -hmm. It works for me, and I want people to hold me accountable, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not just, like, I fall short, and there are moments where I don't want to post about it because I'm like, well, dang, like, I'm being negative. Mm -hmm. But it helps me post about it and then realize, like, no, it's still, like, there. look at all these things I can be grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a practice. It's like yeah. it's like doing yoga or it's like meditating or like anything else. You have to, or sports or anything. It's like you want to get better at it. You want to keep it in the forefront of your mind. Well, you better practice it. Like you better actively yeah. work on saying like, hey, man, I might not feel that good today, but what am I grateful for? And even starting off by saying I don't feel that good today is like, yeah, cut that out. You know, right. it's like get past it and get to the good stuff. Um, so I don't know. I've just been reading. I've been been reading and listening to more stuff lately just about just about mindset and just like. Mm -hmm. kind of where we're talking about like manifesting things in your life and, and everything like that. Um, but really just, just the importance of, of knowing what's going on in your subconscious and like yeah. getting and getting that dialed in. Um, just yeah. cause just the idea that if you, you, you can say whatever you want. Right. But like if you subconsciously still don't believe the things right. that you're saying, like you're going after, like if you subconsciously don't believe that, uh, you can ever fully be healthy or fully be fit or whatever. Right. Like you're going to find ways, whether you know it or not, to sabotage yourself and end up 
manifesting that, right? Because that's why you have to build up your subconscious because that thing is strong, man. So yeah. you just fill it with good stuff all the time and train it just like anything else. And um, bada bing, bada boom, you right. put in the work and, and uh, it's there for you. Right. It's got your back too. It does. And this idea, so um, this week I had the idea, I have like, I always like buying notebooks mm-hmm. and, and journals, like it's just something that I shouldn't <laughs> buy all the time, but I like to. And I, a couple months ago I had been at um, like Marshall's and I saw this cute little book for notebook for $2 mm-hmm. and it's, you know, a nice little journal size. And I brought it to work with me thinking like, oh, you know, what? I'll take it into meetings with me and jot down notes as the meeting goes on or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't done that because I always I feel like, you know, I can use post-its or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that thing is just sitting at my desk. And this week I thought, you know what I need to start doing yesterday? I was like, because I was trying to clean my desk out. I'm like, oh, should I take it home? I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it here. And I'm going to have a gratitude journal at work. Oh, okay. Because I think going forward, having that good mental shift and, mm-hmm. and keeping my practice throughout the day. For me, gratitude is the practice of being grateful is very highly reinforced through writing it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way for everybody. Some people, it's, well, of course. you know, just affirming it verbally, sometimes sitting and doing a three minute meditation and thinking it, mm-hmm. um, sometimes telling another person, it doesn't matter. But sure. for but me, I, writing it is big. But I think for anyone, like, you know, if you're, multiplying the ways that you're incorporating it. So it's like, oh, yeah. you're, you know, you're saying it out loud and you're meditating about it and you're writing it down. It's like by the end, more ways of doing it is stronger than fewer ways of doing it. Right. You know, so if you're like, oh, boom, I'm going to, I'm going to really hammer this home. Even if you're like, no, nah, I've already thought about it. I've already blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, well add one more in. Like if you feel like yeah. it's going to help you, then just take a little more time. You know what I mean? Just double no. down. It's, it's really important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting to think. I'd like to hear other people's stories about like, oh, like my mind shifted when I was gra- grateful for like or during a situation, mm-hmm. you know, um, that would be really nice to get some feedback in here from other people, how it works for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's hugely important. And um, I'm, you know, we're talking about the the circle, you know, the, the five people you surround yourself with or, yeah. or whatever. And I think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think one benefit of the podcast is that, you know, you put out, you put out the, that type of stuff and then you see who else is interested in that type yeah. of stuff, you know? And if, if people are like, Hey, yeah, like that's kind of, that's what I'm on too. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, and then you can build from there. And just, just like you said, it's like, you don't want to think about people as it's, it's sometimes uncomfortable to think about people as stepping stones. You know what I mean? Cause that's just like, yeah. a, it's, it's like a, it has a weird connotation to it. I get that. But I totally understand the idea that like, it's just the idea of growth. Like yeah. sometimes you outgrow people and you outgrow situations and you, you know, you outgrow places and like, and it's goals more, and everything like that. Yes. So, so I don't think that there's. Uh, you know, the way I said it sounds weird, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, hey, like this is no longer like working. Right. Right. So, yeah. And maybe saying because I think I was one that first said stepping stones. Yeah. But it doesn't mean stepping on people to get where you want or stepping on anybody. Um, And that might be the wrong metaphor. But just, it, you know, because sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. to see relationships go Mm -hmm. and it it's hard to 
like understand that the practice of self-love and trusting that your growth um is important Mm -hmm. when you have to kind of close a door sure and it you know or it's more like it's more like a journey you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's not like you're stepping on these people it's like they're they're people on the side of the road like as you're going down it and you like you know you walk by and then you guys walk together for a while and then then you go like okay like you're the mountain guy now I'm going to walk with the streets guy, you know, and you just, there's, yeah. there's a whole journey you got to go on. And so, exactly. and not every person is, is ready for every part of the journey. And yeah. And so that's just what it is. It's like, exactly. And, and, and just like you said, sometimes it's painful to see relationships end or, or challenging to make a new one begin or whatever. Right. Or, but, yeah. but that's just, yeah. Hey, if, if you want to, if you want to grow, you, you gotta go. You gotta go fill up your gas tank. That's it. You gotta stay gassed up. <laughs> and you gotta uh, be grateful as like be grateful for the moments when you realize it's full. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing I think is sometimes you forget how much you actually have, and that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. So when you realize, oh my gosh, but look at all these other ways my gas tank is full. Right. Okay. Like, uh, no, hundred percent. And then you start doing those cheers in your car. It's awesome, nice and loud. It's like, no, it isn't. It's so fun to like be in your car and just have those moments. Where just you're be just, stoked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably some of my most stoked moments ever have probably been in my car. It's funny. Like, <laughs> I think that is kind of the power of of being like by yourself. Like, I think some of the happiest moments I've I've ever had, as far as like realizations or like personal achievements or like anything mm-hmm. i've been on my own and i've just been like yeah. in, like in my room making music and like oh what like that was crazy like i love that or like in my car like realizing something and yeah you, you know it's because i think it's it's probably it probably comes back to that like idea of judgment and like being able to have that level of just completely open like happiness and just feeling sure. like joy and just being what um, yeah. and not being distracted by the, the thought of, like I said, judgment, like, oh man, like I can't freak out too much. Like someone else is here right now, but like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> which is, which is, uh, not necessarily the, the direction I'm interested in going, you know, to, to stay, uh, bottled up just because no. someone else is around. Um, but just uh just to just to psychoanalyze myself here for a second well it's funny that you say that because at our last improv show Hmm. i did a game with another uh player that the abc game where you can't if you mess up like if you don't say a line that starts with the next letter of the alphabet Mm -hmm. um the whole audience can like ding you Mm -hmm. you know and buzz you and let you know you messed up and you got to start sure try again well i've played that game so many times and i've gotten buzzed a good amount of times you know uh but we both we never got buzzed. We did the whole scene. It was a good scene too. It wasn't like it wasn't like every line made didn't make sense just so for the sake of the alphabet. It was right. like it was it was such a good scene. Even thinking about it, it's like see those are the moments I need to think about if I ever feel negative. Like oh, remember when I did the ABC game? Mm-hmm. So when it was over and the audience is clapping, I didn't even realize it, but I did this like dance mm. and this like cheer and was so happy and. In that, like, because I completely lost all concept of an audience. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself and proud yep. of my teammate. And, like, I looked at her and I was dancing. And she she even just looked like, oh, you're dancing. <laughs> like, And I, then I realized, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just did that. Yeah. But See, I wanted but, to but do then more how things do you, like yeah. that. Like, you, I, get, you get rid of the, oh, my gosh. Exactly. And then you're chilling. And so I, you know, and I feel like I, I do 
try that a little bit more. Like when I have personal, even in like I was in an IEP meeting the other day and the mom said something great that the kid did, you know, and I was, I did like my little clap. Yeah. (laughs) Like got so excited. Sure. Because I think I'm so big on celebrating even the smallest successes. Mm -hmm. And so to physically do that and and express it Mm -hmm. in the moment is just and not care yeah. about what other people think. It's... That's like, that's that's a big part of improv, you know? Yeah. That's a huge part. And uh, I'm uh, I'm sure I've talked about him before, but when I was in college, I had that, I had the comedy class. It was the first time I was ever oh, yeah. exposed to improv. And his, the, the way he described it was the absence of self-concern. Mm-hmm. Like that was just like his favorite phrase. Like he would always just kind of remind us of that. And oh man, I really, I really wish I still had access to like the, uh, the files from that class. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't, but, uh, yeah, Gerald Farber. So he was actually like a direct student of Viola Spolin, I believe, oh, yeah. who okay. was like the initial, who's the lady who created she's, improv. She's the mother of improv. Yeah. She literally created the whole thing. So that's, that's crazy. And he was, he was super interesting guy. Um, I think he's, I hope he's still alive, but he was, he was older. He was like, you okay. know, he was probably late 70s when I had him oh wow yeah he was an old old guy and um but yeah the absence of absence of self-concern and so he that was the first time we did the like lead with your nose thing Uh and like and all that so that class oh man that class was awesome comedy in 3d at San Diego State with Gerald Farber it was called comedy in 3d Mm -hmm. and uh we would do improv but then we'd also do just like classic um comedic plays and i was in the, the big tuna or something like that big I tuna I, yeah exactly i don't remember exactly what it was called but um yeah amazing class great guy but the absence of self-concern which is just like just exactly what it sounds like is like it. i don't care what anyone thinks like it yeah. just because it just doesn't matter it really doesn't because whether someone's super hyped up for you or super down on you there's going to be both and there could be both in the same room at the same time about the same thing yeah, and, and so, so it's why, just like, and in those moments too, because that's, those are things that I've dealt with more recently, mm-hmm. you know, and in those moments I've had to really focus and be like, there's one person in here who is not that fond of me. There's mm-hmm. one, but there's this person right here who I get along with great and who's, who cheers me on. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to worry? Mm-hmm. And even if that person that cheers me on isn't there, but you know, Either way, why am I going to worry about the person that is bringing me down? Mm-hmm. Because that's myself letting me be brought down. Exactly. Um, versus this person who cares about me and is letting me know that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to be grateful that they're there filling my gas tank. Sure. And like, sure. Uh, and, you know, Gary V said, ignore them both. I know. And that's you know why saying? I was like, like, even if that person's not there, and exactly. it doesn't matter. Because it's like, you have to be filling your gas tank, mm-hmm. not them. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you're Because right. they, might, they might get convinced by the other person one day that you're not as great as they thought you were. Well, that's true, too. And, or, and you, you know. to be able to just say just, You know, just to, just to play on the negative side for a second. But, or most, both people convince that you're great. But in the end of the day, it's like, who cares? But, yeah, you can't spend your time trying to prove to anybody that you're so great. Why would you? I know. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, it's more important things. Trust me. <laughs> I was reading something this morning about that very thing. Mm-hmm. Like why it's 
because I'll admit it's been hard for me in my workplace more recently to to want to make sure people know that I'm doing let's just say doing my job doing doing it right doing a good job yeah um I've felt a little bit more concerned about that in the last couple weeks and after this week I've just realized like I know I'm doing a good job yeah exactly I see it doesn't matter if the progress that I see is you know it's there as far as the job I'm doing at work Mm -hmm. um because I take data and I can see the progress that my students make mm-hmm. as a result of my, I, you know, help al- that along. But regardless, even if I wasn't taking that data, I know that I'm trying my best and I'm doing a good job and I'm enjoying it mm-hmm. when I'm at work doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is 100% of the time. Like, And I can't worry whether my administration see that. I can't worry, you know, mm-hmm. if if they don't, they don't. It doesn't matter. Because it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, like, especially for your job. It's like the point is not that the principal sees that the kid or thinks that the kid is doing better. The point is that the kid is growing, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's 100% it. It's not that anyone else comes in and is like, great job, Marie. I can't believe, you know, you used puzzles with Ronald. And you're like, yeah, I know. It's awesome. It's like the point is that Ronald can put together the damn puzzle and look you in the eyes at the same time. It's yeah, like, or not, or, yeah, no, you're or, right. or whatever, whatever it is. But, mm-hmm. and the point is like my biggest thing, I always say this at the end of the day. And I've had to remind because I have fallen short the last couple of weeks, but as of yesterday, I felt like, no, remember what your whole, when I graduated grad school, my whole thing that I told myself was as long as every child at some point enjoys communicating, mm-hmm. that's then I'm fine. Like then mm-hmm. I'm happy and I feel successful um, because they're being successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I'm, yeah, I'm just like, okay. There you go. I'm grateful for that. And that's, that's all I need. Keep that tank full. You know, keep that tank full. I'm doing it. You You're doing it. We're all doing it. Hey, we're all doing it. We're all doing it. So I'd say that's been a good talk. I would say so. I would say so. So what? On that note, on you that listeners, note. yeah, please, please, please go on our Instagram, leave us a comment on our latest post, and tell us how you have filled your own gas tank this week, this month. Think of a time, um, and even maybe it's right now, mm-hmm. right in the moment. What you're grateful for and how you're filling your own gas tank. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, and. Big shout out, huge shout out to uh, Mikey Crossum, or maybe he goes by Michael now. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we know him as Mikey, so uh, Mikey, yeah. he will stay. All right. Well, shout out to you, Mikey. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being uh, so vocally supportive. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah. And uh, man, talking about a guy who's working hard. Good yeah. Lord. He's just. Uh, I've been. I've been hearing about the types of things he's doing. He's working multiple mm-hmm. jobs. He's. You know, taking care of uh, kids, uh, not only at work, but at home. And doing it all. Uh, he's doing it all, man. And going to school. So, and finding time to listen to good talks. I know. So Thank shout you. out to you, man. Thank you for the support. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully talk to you soon. And to you, thank you for listening. And uh, like like she said, please hit us up with uh, what you've been grateful for. You know, what keeps your gas tank full. And uh, boom. That's it.
As always, this episode was brought to you by Bean Chata. Bean Chata, the full tank people. When horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is a drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.